On June 19, 2000, the Los Angeles Lakers clinched the NBA championship after beating the Indiana Pacers 4-2. It was their first trophy in 12 years. Posting a 67-15 record coming into the postseason, LA dominated the league with the likes of Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, and Glenn Rice. After taking out the Portland Trailblazers in the Western Conference, they overcame Larry Bird's 56-26 Pacers, who fielded the likes of Reggie Miller, Jalen Rose, and Austin Crosshair. 20 years down the line, the Lakers are in a similar drought with their last title coming back in the summer of 2010. While the Lakers had the fiery duo of Sack and Kobe these days, they have the friendlier duo of LeBron and Kentucky product Anthony Davis. Although this season is in limbo, one thing is for sure. This duo would be hungry to win their first title for the City of Angels. Standing in their way are their arch rivals, the Los Angeles Clippers, who moved to the stable center back in 1999, whose fortunes have slowly changed with the team having better records than the purple and gold in the last seven seasons. Will the team and the most glamorous uh, city uh, in the history of the league add to their shiny collection or the pretenders and their noisy neighbors finally come out of the brink and their sad shadow? Or there's other team in, in the league, such as the Bucks, trying to spoil the LA party. While LeBron James is on his quest to bring a championship to LA and stamp, stamp his authority in the game as one of the best ever. It was his former Cleveland teammate, Kevin Love, who won a lot of hearts and with it, the Courage Award at the ESPN Award today. Yeah, that, that was something to watch. Uh, I actually kind of watched the whole uh, Kevin, Lux, uh, Kevin Love segment and uh, he went through all the, all the times that well, every time he went to a timeout or, you know, when he had a little break, uh, he would just not feel any uh, emotional uh, emotional connection with anyone. He would just you know, emotionally black out. And, and he was keeping it for like, I mean, for his entire life, basically. And then eventually he decided to, uh, to write about it. Uh, didn't he have a depression issue? Or something yeah, like that's that. uh, that's that's pretty much the whole uh, logic behind it: the depression and the uh, anxiety of a, of the players that they get through yeah, every day. I mean, he's he's done a great great work for the city of Cleveland as well as the entire community. And uh, you know, some people have criticized him for uh, making too much money at Cleveland, but he's given a lot of it back. So he's seen as a great guy. And uh, kudos to Kevin. And uh, I'm glad he, he he won the award. Yeah, that was very deserving. Uh, it's, it's tough for an athlete uh, of such kind to actually go out and say, hey, I, I feel depressed. And, you know, because in these days, everyone just goes, come on, man, you got the money, you got the fame. There is there is nothing to be ashamed of or be depressed of. Just play the game. And uh, he actually, he finally had the courage to write about it and inspired a bunch of other, well, millions of other kids around the world. Absolutely. Uh, being a top-level athlete or a celebrity, it's hard to come out to the public and uh, accept what's what's going on in your life. And uh, yeah, big fan of Kevin and what he does to the community. Anyways, uh, did you see Los Angeles Dodgers were the team of the year? Uh, I, I missed that part. Uh, actually, Denver Broncos was nominated too for uh, for the humanitarian team Are of the year. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Denver Broncos, uh, for what? Dodgers. 
uh, for community work, that's, that award is basic for community, uh, the work provided by the team towards this community. So there were a uh, few of the teams and daughters won the, uh, uh, well, I mean, it's, it's a good competition to have all around. So I'm, 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 I'm all up for it. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised when you said Denver Broncos. Um, yeah, apart from winning the Super Bowl, we also do some charitable work. So, Talking about charity, how was Russell Wilson as a host? As soon as he came in, I was like, oh, he's going to mess it up. But uh, he, was, he was decent. He was good. Uh, maybe a little bit a little too much of uh, emotion, you know, the screens. But I think he, he did all right. Uh, especially that segment with, uh, with his wife. That was, uh, I didn't get that part. Uh, it was awful. Yeah, but, he, yeah. He, he stutters a little bit like when speaking, but he, he's, he's a great uh, speaker. I mean, he, he, he's, he's very honest in his interviews and one of the best guys in the, in the National Football League, not, uh, not only as a player, but also as a speaker and, uh, uh, you know, uh, for, for, the, yeah. for the media. He was taking jabs at Tom Brady uh, here and there. Uh, the best part was uh, actually they made a, small, a, a tiny little segment uh, of Tiger King with Tom Brady and Eli Manning. Oh, so, did they really? <laughs> so Tom Brady is, uh, uh, is basically uh, uh, the, the Tiger King and Eli Manning being Carol Baskins. So that, was, that, was a, that was a fun segment. Nice. Yeah. I got to watch that tomorrow morning. The whole ESPN, the, the awards for many was uh, full, of, uh, full of emotion. The Kobe Bryant segment, Snoop Dogg did it. Uh, yeah, it's an it's a, it's a, it's a emotional uh, roller coaster. Talking about roller coaster and emotions, we have dearly missed the Premier League's thrills and sp- spills. That's coming up right after this. Don't! 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 I, I mean, woohoo! Sports update for y'all. Uh, Prescott plans to sign another franchise tag. Yeah, that, that sounds interesting. Uh, Chelsea come back against Villa as Polistich and Giroud scored. Uh, and Everton and Liverpool. Yeah, they, they drew 0-0 with another snooze face. That's where we'd like to start. Chelsea making a comeback. Uh, Olivier Giroud helping the Ch- Chelsea's cause. <laughs> what, what, do you say? what do you say? Uh, that, was, that, that was a decent goal. Uh, especially with, uh, with Aston Villa. As soon as they, they break their shape, they seem to fall apart. As soon as Chelsea got the first goal, it was just a matter of time to get another one. Pulisic scored a goal too, and great, I mean, good for his confidence. Uh, his, his struggle in his first year and uh, a, a goal and assist and, and you know, things like this will do a whole lot of good for the American. Captain uh, do, America. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you think he's, he's, he's going to be the long-term solution for Chelsea? Uh, well, that's what all Chelsea fans offer to... To, I mean, he's a great player. Let's be honest about it, uh, and especially the uh, the first season, the way everything went through with him. Uh, hopefully, he would uh, bounce back the next one, especially with the squad that he's going to get in uh, next season with Werner and uh, that Ziyech. guy from yeah, Ziyech, they are Everyone merging in sounds like Lampard is trying to get the small guy up front, and you know, yeah. get, get the and, build and, and, up. And you know what impresses me right now is, you know. All these two-one wins, one nothing, you know, scraped by a win or scraped by a goal or two, it, it it don't matter. At the end of the day, what matters is getting into into the Champions League, especially exactly. after after you know being out of the Premier League for like you know three months and 
you know, when the fitness levels aren't high, you just have to win right now. You're not supposed to, I mean, you can, but it's hard to be in your regular rhythm. Your passing, uh, yeah, I, your, you know, movement won't be the same. So all you need is like wins, wins like that. And especially coming back from one nothing away from home, it'll, it'll give a whole lot of good for Chelsea. And I, I feel like they're, they're, they're locked for the Champions League position now. I mean, it's going to be really hard for other teams to, to catch Chelsea, especially top four. Um, but anyways, talking about Giroud, man, he, he's, I feel like he's, he's always been underrated. I mean, he, he, he gives so much space to other attackers and he scores like crucial goals every now and then. The problem that he had at Arsenal was he necessarily wasn't the problem. The problem that they didn't have a better striker for him to compete with was the problem. Oh, just like you, have, you guys have with uh, the holding midfield and defender. Uh, there is no one to compete with. That's why it's the same guys just basically not caring about it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a headache talking about that midfield and defense. I do believe the uh, the label of this uh, Premier League team that just came back it kind of slightly dropped. To be honest with you, uh, you can actually see it in the gameplay. Yeah, yeah, but but, did, did, but, did, but didn't we expect that? I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. They've been staying at home. They haven't. I mean, these are prof- professional players, but at the end of the day, I mean, staying at home. You don't have those resources that these clubs do. So it's okay, especially for them to look uh, so more Sunday League kind of like players. So, but after a couple of weeks, I think we'll, we'll, we'll you know, see them in, in, in more uh, shape and, uh, you know, passing and did you, know, you, uh, good rhythm. Did you, did you see the uh, Newcastle game scoreline? Oh, I saw that. I was, I was surprised. I mean, Sheffield really got better. The defense was shocking that game. Um, and Wolves, uh, Adam Teori, man, that guy, he came, he came off the bench to assist, bam, straight away. He's Impact. crazy. Traore, man. He's something else. Anyways, uh, what do you feel about Everton? Uh, uh, just like a useful, boring. Uh, I, feel like they, I feel like they blew a chance to beat Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool were sloppy, and rightly so. Didn't we discuss about this before? Like, they're, they are going to be sloppy. And remember, against Arsenal, Man City was sloppy last week. But in the second half, they found their rhythm. So I, I feel like Liverpool will have their rhythm back in a, in a, week, or, a week or two. They didn't have Salah and Robertson too. So it, it's going to be toss and go. They'll win the league for sure. But it's going to take them a couple of weeks for them to just, uh, you know, oil it out and, you know, be smoother. Liverpool weren't at their best, but it's a matter of time. They win the league. Talking about which, Liverpool's former striker is on... A different level right now. We'll talk about who next. Sports interrupted. Brett Forbes is calling Kaepernick will hit a hero standard like Pat Tillman. And Real Madrid win the 2-1 to go on top of the La Liga. Ramos and Benzema with this scoreline. Now we have this brand new segment called Ask Avi. Are you ready? If it's not a math question, I'm ready. So, it's kind of like math. Oh, boy. It relates to the number two. So, which two teams will join Norwich to the championship? It, it has to be Villa and Bournemouth, man. Do you, do, do you see any other option in there? I feel like West Ham are doomed for some reason, man. I, I, I have that feeling for West Ham. It's happened to them before, and it's going to be West Ham and probably Bournemouth for some reason. I got one answer for you. David Moyes is going to pull that through. Is he? 
he has a worse record than uh, Pellegrini has had in this season. So I don't know. Anyways, who's better in 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 his in their primes, uh, Chicharito or Jimenez? These Mexican uh, top dogs, top strikers in the Premier League. Uh, in prime, I think it has to be Jimenez. As a player, I think he's a better player than Chicharito. But Chicharito was always a, uh, the impactful player that would always come off the bench for the win. I feel like I feel like you are a prisoner of the moment. Maybe, but I I do believe he's a better player than Chicharito. I have to agree with that too, because Jimenez is more of a complete player. Chicharito was an impact player. He was a really good substitute and right time, right place, fox in the box. Yep. Talking about Jimenez. Will his team make it to the top four or will, will he drag his team to the top four? Top or four? maybe five. Top five? No, I, I, I don't see them going to, into top five. I, I still believe it's going to be Chelsea and United. Let's say top five because they are five points away uh, from Chelsea. who are in fourth and uh, they're in sixth right now. United have the same number of points. So, But based on the schedule, I'm, I'm going to go with Chelsea and United on that one. And for the team, team experience as well. I'm just going to say Wolves, just for the sake of it. So, so you're keeping United out? Yep. All right. We'll see. Just for the sake of it. Anyways, from Wolves, top marksman to the South Coast, Southampton's top marksman, the former Liverpool striker Danny Ings, who has already scored 16 Premier League goals this season. Is he the most underrated Premier League player? You can argue he's the most underrated, and I would also say he's the most improved player. From last season, wouldn't you? Uh, I think so. I would say he's definitely the underrated, uh, the most underrated Premier League player right now. I'm not sure about improvement because he didn't really get enough opportunities to play previous seasons, last few seasons. So if he if he had played the entirety of the last couple of years and he didn't do that good, I would say most improved because I've seen him play really well for Burnley and a couple other teams before. I still think he's the most underrated player, uh, Premier League player, and probably the, the the best English striker right now, for some reason. Oh, Harry Kane would disagree. From Danny, from Danny Ings, who has 16 goals, trying to win his first ever Premier League Golden Boot, to you guys trying to win some extra money. Here is Obi with his parlay, which is next. Here's some sports update. Eagles tied in. Dallas got it. Was sucker punched in the bar. Oh, that was scary, man. Did you see uh, that video? Yeah, I, I saw. And NASCAR found a noose inside the Ben, uh, ben Wallace garage. Man, that's crazy. That's scary. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, they're launching an invest- investigation on that one. Next up is our newest segment, Betting Parley. What's up with this, Avi? All right, so all those people out there who play lotto or trying to be millionaire, cut that out. This is it. This is where we make money. So do we really? Oh yeah, absolutely. I make money all the time. Look at me. I'm almost broke now. So yeah, you look like one. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. All right, Newcastle versus Sheffield over one and a half goal. That's a tight one. Newcastle don't really seem to score too many goals. Um, I'll still stick under. Aston Villa, Chelsea, under three and a half. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to stick uh, stick with under three and a half. 
Everton team have a really good striker. So Everton Liverpool over to an apple. I would say no. So say that Real Madrid over to an apple. Definitely over. I'll go over five. Inter Sampdoria over Sam- to an apple. Sampdoria, you mean? Yeah, whatever um, that team, whatever, whatever that team is. I think I'm gonna go with over. There's there's goals in this game. All right. So I mean, if you put all those. And put ten dollars on it, we're gonna get ninety-five dollars. That's how like it I'm, is. I feel like I'm gonna be ninety-five dollars richer. I don't know about you. I, I mean, by placing my bets. I declare bankruptcy. So we are coming towards the end of the show. Uh, before we go, we have a couple of discussions to talk about, uh, especially for this week. Do you still think baseball's not gonna have any season? Like I said last week, I, I don't think so. There's going to be any season. The, the players don't want to play. The are are you still going to stick with what you said last week, or change? Uh, yeah, um, I'm still sticking to it. Uh, I don't think so. The season's going to go. I think I'm also sticking with mine, but you know, I'm, I I have a view that the season will start sometime, and uh, they will definitely have a season. There's too much to lose. There has to be a season because uh, it's not like it's not crazy enough to just cancel the whole season it's just a negotiation between the players and the and the mlb uh, they should figure it out but i do believe they got too much ego on both sides that... yeah of course of course i mean there's so much ego but i feel like they'll, they'll, they'll come to terms pretty soon and uh well if it does uh, there is going to be no fans so uh, whatever uh, just let's just skip to the playoffs and, and then i'm good Talking about the playoffs, uh, NBA playoffs is is a matter of big concern. Should we directly go to the playoffs or do the 22-team bubble? Is that bubble going to burst? The bubble is definitely going to burst. Uh, the, you, you, cannot, you cannot tell me that there isn't going to be a single person in the bubble who is not going to get the virus. So. Man, 22 teams for me seems like, the, the more I think about it, 22 teams seems too much right now. Just, just, just take, take 16 teams or take 12 teams or whatever teams, take it to the playoffs. Just play, or just create a different league. I I feel like twenty two the games is just gonna be too much. Sorry, twenty two teams is gonna be too much. Um, I think NBA is just trying to give uh, Zion Williamson Williamson a fair chance to compete. Isn't that what I said last week, man? With Zion? Yeah. I mean, you that's buy, you weren't buying into it, but I, I was like, you know, just 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 the NBA wants wants its next big superstar Zion Williamson just to be there, you know. That was the whole part of it, of having no, the, 22 teams. The, Otherwise, they would have just taken 16 teams. The backstory is Adam Sil- Silver had conversation with Michael Jordan, who suggested them to have 22 teams. Yeah, so but it can... makes sense because Zion, uh, Zion is basically the next Michael Jordan in terms of marketing and all that. So, obviously, Michael Jordan would see him as a as a marketable prospect. So, that's all for today. If you have any views any feedbacks, any concerns, tell us on our social media platforms, The Pros and Obiso on both Twitter and Instagram. Till next week, goodbye. And wear the damn mask. (laughs) You serious?